Yes, yes, welcome. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation, the, the number one source in the world for dangerous misinformation. You might be asking yourself, back-to-back? Back? Is he really going back-to-back, back, overachieving? Yes, because I have a conspiracy theory, okay? And uh, being the right-wing conspiracy theorist that the half the internet claims I am, the other half claims I'm a liberal soy boy, and the other half claims that I'm a right-wing extremist. But... Uh, so the right-wing extremist in me has a, aka the conspiracy theorist, has a theory that because the internet has become so creator-driven, where it's very rarely do you see a organic viral video like a David at the dentist or some shit like that anymore. Like, I don't think the people necessarily have control over what pops off anymore. You know, uh, like the tech companies kind of have their their thumb on uh, what goes. And I think the things that go are, one, the people that pay for a lot of ads, and then I think they do reward you if you upload a lot. Because I just see the same people on my timeline over and over and over again. These are the people that upload like 15 times a day. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it, dude, because, uh, you know, I, I, used to, I used to worry about, oh, well, I don't want to like flood it and become annoying. But now it's like, whatever. Who cares? If I become annoying, I become annoying. Everything's annoying. Who's not annoyed by something? Everybody's annoyed by something. So um, like Devin the Dude says, sometimes you just got to pull out your dick and tell them all to suck it. Uh, where'd my notes go? Hell yes. Go pick up my book, uh, The Petty Principles, working on part two right now. Go leave a rating in whatever app you're listening to okay it takes two seconds you're getting this free content we're getting through together whatever you're doing right now maybe you're sitting in traffic maybe you're sitting at work maybe you're chilling on your bed and we're chilling together um but i appreciate you thank you so much for being here if you appreciate being here if you're grateful for being here go leave a little review and if you're listening to this in a podcast app if you really want to help out go sub on my youtube channel uh, because finally got a thousand subscribers on there and, uh, I need more watch time. These episodes aren't long enough. So I need like, like need to get the volume up, dude. Volume, not volume as in noise level volume as in, uh, play counts. So I can get some, some money from the lizard people, dude. I'd be like, Oh, you're just doing this for money. Yes. I'm doing this for money. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dude. I've told you a million times I would do this. Uh, I would do it strictly for the love, but why not? Why not make a little cash, dude? Why not? Why not make? Why not just get fucking loaded, dude? Because I have no friends anymore. I need to get wealthy so I can be around the type of people that I want to be around. And I'm not saying that I only want to be around rich people or that I'm trying to like use rich people or anyway like that. Use people for their money. Like I want to step into that frame as in having like I don't want to come in all little bro. I want to come in like, oh, yeah, this guy's put in his work. He can pay his way. He deserves to be here and hang out with people who are willing to talk about life's issues because... um you know, this is why I quit my normal job. I was listening to two guys having a conversation one day about tools and lawn care. And I realized, okay, this is going to be me if I stick around these people because you do become the sum of the five people that you hang out with, right? So if every day you're around a bunch of people talking about a bunch of shit you really don't care about, 
Uh, you're going to become them. And so the only people I'm really interested in are the people whose books I'm reading and the content I'm watching and stuff like that. Because I can't find in my vicinity the type of people. I mean, there's a lot of people that I like. But just in general, I think, okay, uh, there must be a level of becoming somewhat dislikable when you start to really work on yourself. Because I started the process about five years ago. And in those five years, I have burned so many bridges with people. And I didn't mean to, okay? It's just every time, it feels like the more I stick up for myself, the more enemies I, I gather. And that is fucking weird to me because I like to respect people that respect themselves. And I'm not saying I'm always innocent. You know, there's always two, three sides to every story. There's always my side, somebody else's story, and then the absolute truth. But, you know, coming from my side of the story, I mean, I, I, had, a, I had a falling out with like my best friend growing up. We were living together. We had a fallout over a a stupid furnace, you know what I mean? And uh, I kind of, I kept asking him to do something and he wouldn't do it. And then we kept getting hit with bills for it. So I basically just stuck him with the $200 bill, which, you know, eventually I'm just going to, you know, whether he forgives me or not, I'm just going to give him that money. But I made my point where I was like, dude, if I ask you to do something and you're not doing it, and then the repercussion comes back to me, like, See, if somebody would do that to me, I would like to think that I would think about, okay, well, that person did tell me nine fucking times to turn off the furnace before I leave the house. Um, but anyways, that's, that's that. And, uh, you know, that one hurt. And then I, I had a fallout recently with my sister and my brother-in-law because I, in my opinion, because I wouldn't drive drunk to come pick them up. Like we went on a cruise and then uh, the cruise ship comes back into port and we decide, we're, we say the night before we're going to meet at 9 a.m. at this one spot. I wait till like 9.30, nobody shows. So, and you don't have cell phone service on the cruise ship. So I get off the cruise ship. I wait outside the cruise ship till about 10.30. And I'm hungover as all can be. I'm fucking tired. I've been on a boat for a week. So I decide, you know, they'll figure it out. So I decide, okay, I'm tired, I'm hungover, I'm over this, uh, I don't know where they're at, they're not answering their phones, so I'm just going to take an Uber home to basically their house because I've been staying with them. And uh, so I take a $40 Uber home, and then I get home, and I, I, you know, I feed their cats, and I'm kind of doing my thing around the house, and I send my sister a picture of the cat, and then she says, oh, you're home, why don't you come pick us up? And I, I like laugh. I'm like, dude, what? What are you talking about? This kind of, you ever hear the argument about picking people up at the airport? Like, it, like Uber is a thing now. Like picking people up and dropping people off at the airport, that's, that's like a spouse thing. That's if you want to give somebody a goodbye kiss. But friends, uh, like picking and driving from airports and stuff like that, like it shouldn't be a thing. Like it is a very, very, very kind gesture to do that. And uh, usually I will do that. But under these circumstances, I've been swaying on a big ass boat. You know, when you're on a boat for a week or just in general, you're on a boat for a day. When you get off, everything is wobbling around. And I was out in the club till like three in the morning trying to pull my last, last uh, cruise ship hook because <laughs> I'm a dirt bag, which it never happened that night. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hungover. I'm tired. I just paid for an Uber. Why? I don't want to drive drunk. And then um, this caused a huge rift between my brother-in-law and I. Because in his eyes, I was letting the family down. I was being disrespectful to my sister. I was staying with them and not. It's like, I didn't need to be staying there. I was staying there because I thought we were having fun. 
So, and so I keep having these instances where I fall out with people that I really care about, that I really love over shit that seems so um, trivial to me. You know what I mean? And it's very hard. It's very hard for me to make friends at this point because uh, as soon as soon as I notice like envy or any sort of sly, like, oh, how's your little podcast doing or any sort of like negative, I don't, I don't tolerate any negativity around me or any sort of doubt or any sort of, yeah, any sort of envy, doubt, negativity. I don't tolerate any of it. And the, the shitty thing is, is it's very hard to avoid it. Like it's everywhere. Everybody wants to see you doing good, but nobody wants to see you doing better than them. And everybody has a dream, right? Everybody has hopes and dreams. There's a very small percentage of people that just ruthlessly burn the ships and chase them. And I'm that fucking guy, all right? And so I think that makes people uncomfortable because they're thinking, well, you know, why, why does he get to blah, 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 who he thinks he's a... Uh, I don't care, dude. I wish everybody best. I love everybody, but a bunch of people hate me for no fucking reason. And it's really hard for me to uh, get attached to people. And maybe some of that is, um, you know, a, a lot of that's probably on me, but... Moral of the story is I don't, I don't think that money can like buy you friends, but I think once you get as a man, if you get a certain level of success, you have access to, um, other guy, or at least, at least if you meet, I mean, think about the best friends you have, the best friends you have, you usually meet them at work because you guys are working on something together. That's how I think dudes make friends. And that's kind of the whole point of this thing that I'm talking about. Uh, the whole point of this thing that I'm talking about is that I believe it is basically impossible for dudes to make friends without having something that you're working on together, some sort of bond, you know? Women can just say, oh, let's go have a coffee and go meet up and talk about their boyfriends. Guys need to have something that connects us. Otherwise, uh, in my opinion, it's impossible to make friends. And um, yeah, dude, uh, it's a weird, I don't know. Well, I do know, but um, my cat is just staring at these squirrels out of the window right now. Um, <laughs> I have a bit that I have here, but I'm scared to even do it based on because uh, uh, I'm trying to get all unshadow banned. But anyways, I'm thinking about becoming an alcoholic because whenever I have a couple drinks in me, I feel like I'm my best self. If I could permanently be two, three drinks deep, I think I'd be a millionaire by now, or I think things would be going a lot better. I'm social. I'm nice. I'm energetic. I'm willing to uh, be tolerant of basically anything and everybody. I'm willing to try new things. Dude, when I get a little bit drunk, I, you know, I always make jokes about like how, how the fuck could somebody possibly become an alcoholic? Because the day after drinking, the last thing I want to do is drink because I want to get over the feeling shitty. And then uh, I think it's, weird and pathetic when people, you know, just chase that perma drunk. But if I could just be a little bit hammered all the time and not have, uh, the, the feeling shitty, I think a lot of people, a lot of alcoholics, they run away from the feeling shitty. So they feel really good and then they don't want to go through the feeling shitty. Uh, so then they just keep drinking, they become alcoholics, but I want to just stay Maybe I'm saying the same thing. Maybe I'm just a wannabe alcoholic. Yes, I'm just a wannabe alcoholic because like I said, I, I, I can talk better. I perform better. Literally everything. Like like if I could have had two, three beers before a football game in high school, I probably uh, would have actually gotten the ball. Um, <laughs> it's 
a confidence thing, you know? It gives you that little bit of edge. It gives you that little bit of confidence. And uh, actually, it's probably just all just deception. Probably just makes you think, makes you thunk. Um, but yeah, I haven't been drinking at all, bro. That's a lie. The reason I'm bringing this up is because last night I, I drank some Happy Dads. Because I was just... Uh, I was doing some stuff and I was scrubbing my stainless steel pan and I was drinking happy dads and I realized, and I just got to work, dude. I started knocking shit out, like cleaned my whole place, was doing, you know, work, work related stuff. And, uh, that's when I realized, wow, if I could always just be a little bit drunk, this whole thing would just be a lot easier. So alcoholics, I understand what you're doing, but I think you should stop doing it because you're killing yourself because the body was meant to be poisoned all the time like that. Uh, speaking of the body being poisoned, okay, I've been eating strictly organic. Everything I'd be like, all my meats are organic, all my fruits and vegetables are organic, and I don't eat any processed foods. I've been eating as clean as I've ever eaten in my entire life, right? And for some reason, I fucking stink, dude. I don't know if I stunk before and now my BO is just different and I'm not used to it. But whenever I'm breaking a sweat, I'm just like, oh my God, dude, I smell like a fucking vegan coffee shop. Like I, I smell like a dirty liberal, like some hippie, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the, all the, uh, I don't have the toxins, right? I don't, I don't have the pesticides, uh, fucking locking in all the, all, all the bad stuff in my body. It's all just coming out of my pores, all this organic food. I'm just, I, I, I smell like a Charles Manson hippie, dude. Yes, all liberals are Charles Manson hippies. But yeah, I don't know if that's a thing. Let me know if that's a thing because uh, I'm not going to do the research because research is for pussies. I hate it when people make these podcasts or something like that. And they go, oh, it's so well researched. It's so well researched. Oh, you're just repeating what other people are saying. That's all you're doing. Oh, it's so, you're so, such a good researcher. Oh, okay. Be creative. You really want to impress me? Create something new, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking researchers, dude. It's like all these red pill researchers now. I've been going at these guys so hard uh, because it's hilarious to me. And I think it's just kind of refreshing. Like, I don't even disagree with a lot of the red pill shit, but it's uh, kind of refreshing for me to get called a dumb lib versus the right wing extremist. Like, it's just it's just new. Now, now I get a variety of comments of people calling me a, like, Tate wannabe because I have a bald head now. Um, this is just because I didn't want to go to the barber shop and I just kind of got used to it and it feels really good. If you never put lotion on your bald head, um, I don't know what to tell you. Should probably get on it. Um, except now I have to be very careful making uh, racial jokes because I look a certain way. So um, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to do that. But uh yeah, it's just refreshing uh, getting called like a, a dumb soy beta versus a right wing extremist. Um, maybe I'll get unshadow banned now. Maybe now for the fact that everybody's called me a soy beta, the algorithms will be like, oh, he must be one of us. So I'm just going to keep trolling the uh, the red pill guys, you know, the, the guys who call themselves high value males, which is hilarious because... You don't get to call yourself a high-value male. You don't just get to wake up one day and be like, oh, I watch Fresh and Fit, therefore I'm a high-value male now. No, like other men, it's the same way you get promotions. Other people put you in that position. So it's like if all the men around you decide, okay, this is somebody we look up to, then yes, you're a high-value male. 
But if you're just some guy that decided, oh, I've watched a couple videos, I understand the basic foundations of female nature, therefore I'm a high value male. And here's the catch about these guys, right? They talk about, oh, I'm a high value male. And then they bitch about how there's no good women available. And they talk about how all the women will never find husbands. Which one is it? It can't be all at the same time, dude. It can't be all at the same time because you're saying you're a high value male, but good women are hard to find. No, they would find you. If you're that high, they're like, oh, they're only sleeping with the top 20%. That means you're not, if they're not sleeping with you, you're not the high value male then. Everybody's like, oh, I'm a fucking alpha. No, you're not. If you're not, if, if women aren't coming after you, you are not an alpha. You're just watching fresh and fit videos, okay? And you're talking about, oh, the, the women are all gonna end up lonely and single. Are they though? Because it sounds like you guys, the same ones complaining about the top 20 who think your alphas are probably going to be the ones that are so fucking horny in a couple of years, you're just going to end up banging these club chicks because you do anyways. You know what I mean? And then pe people calling me soy, right? Like there's a video, uh, there's a short on my YouTube with a bunch of comments on it. People calling me soy because I said that feminism is good for men because it makes women sleep with you, right? They go, oh, look at this fucking soy boy. And the thing about that is uh, they're calling me a soy boy for being the guy that, that's just using feminism against women. If anything, I'm a dirtbag for that. If anything, I, if anything, that is the biggest dirtbag move ever. That's not soy boy. That's fucking dirt. That's using female hypergamy against them. Because then I'm just like, oh, I'll just pretend to be blah, blah, blah. You know what I used to do? I would go to steakhouses, right? I would wear a blazer. I'd go sit in a steakhouse and I'd go meet girls there because in their mind, if I'm hanging out there, they think I have money. You know, they're, they're trying to score some rich guy. So it's like, whatever, dude, if you're going to go out looking for rich guys, I'm going to pretend to be a rich guy and I'm the fucking soy beta. I'm a dirtbag. I need to repent is what I need to do, dude. Some of you motherfuckers need to listen to me, but I don't care if you do or not. It's like, oh, he's fucking retarded old Rodney. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, anyways, uh, I think that's it, dude. I think that's it. Please be sure to leave a rating. Um, leave, leave ratings on the pods. Oh yeah. One thing I want to, <laughs> one thing I wanted to say, uh, ever since I've been getting called a, a, a soy beta for saying that I don't care that women are ruining their lives, which I don't know how that makes me the soy beta. Sounds like you guys are upset that women would rather go be hoes than be your wives. Anyways, it reminds me of when you get made fun of. Like these are the same people that are like, I bought a Ford truck and I just remember pulling up to work one day and then all these old guys just like, oh, was it hard? I was like, was what hard? He's like, oh, coming, <laughs> coming out to your dad. It's like, what? I'm like in this brand new $30,000 30, $30, truck at the time, which was a lot of money for a truck at the time. Like, oh, you're fucking gay. All right, dude. I guess, I guess I'm the soy beta, but it is what it is. Uh, unshadow banned me, social media companies, because I'm one of you now. All right. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great day. Uh, I'm not going to say week anymore because we're going to be doing more podcasts. We're just going to stack them. I just did that. Peace out, y'all.